The following program brought to you by Comprehensive Financial Consultants and CFCI, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities are offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through CFCI and J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial, J.W. Cole Advisors, and CFCI are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by the members of CFCI and their guests should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal, and any tax advice on the show is not intended to be used by any persons for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax. Penalties that may be imposed on such persons and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. The representatives of CSCI and their guests are not providing legal or tax advice, and nothing should be construed as a solicitation to offer or buy securities. Now enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to The Big Show, Your Money with David Hayes. I promise to bring you a great show today. We're talking about Social Security. It affects literally everyone. You know, sometimes we talk about things that only affect certain people, but when it comes to Social Security, over 70 million people are currently taking Social Security, more than, more than 70 million people. And you all listening at some point, if you're not already doing it, you will. So it's super important you understand the ins and outs. Of course, this was signed into act back in 1935, enabling Americans to supplement, not rely solely upon their retirement income. Remember, back then, 65 was the age you could take it. 62 was the life expectancy. No one planned for you or I or your grandma or your mom or dad or anyone to be on Social Security for 30 or 40 years. But it's happening. It is the pay-as-you-go system. I know when Will got his first paycheck, he was like, wait a second, Dad, I thought I was making 15 bucks an hour. Well, you are making 15 but let me get walk you through the deductions. And I got to the FICA, and I'm like, now Grandma and Grandpa owe you a thank you call because you're paying currently for what they're receiving. Back when Social Security was first enacted, we had an amazing 40 people paying into the system for each person drawing out. Then it was like 2.8 to 1 back in 2021. I think it's closer to 2.5 to 1 by now. So obviously something's going to have to happen to shore up the system. It is the most popular and most needed for many people program ever. So you've heard me talk about the solvency of Social Security and the fixes that are probably on their way. But just remember, nothing in America happens until there's a crisis. Remember last time we really seriously dug into this was the early 80s when Ronald Reagan was in office and Social Security was on the ropes back then, just like it will be because the trust fund they anticipate will be exhausted by 2033, 34. At that point, only like 77 cents of every dollar promise will be paid, but don't worry about it. There is a fix on the way. I don't know if it's coming now or next year or the year after. It'll probably wait until 2030 or something like that. And it will affect people like Jolene Dixon, who's our guest today, son and my son, who are like, you know, 23 years old. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dig right into it. We're going to talk about some of the basics of Social Security. We're going to get into how older people, and I say older people with a gent, very gently because I'm moving your direction very closely, but those that are Social Security age with younger children, widows, widowers, divorcees, all of the stuff that you need to know to make sure you make the right decision when it comes to claiming what really can be maybe the most important decision that you make moving into retirement. We'll be right back. It's Your Money with David Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. It's Your Money with David Hayes. Jolene Dixon's my guest today. Jolene works for the local 
Social Security Office, Social Security Administration. And Jolene, you and I have known each other for 100 years. <laughs> yes, we have. I mean, practically 100 years. Our kids grew up together, played sports together. But the stories we could tell, David, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stories we don't even know about. Oh, we don't want we don't to want know. know about. I think that's what we need to preface <laughs> it with, right? Yeah. But the reality <laughs> of it is when you were listening to my opening uh, monologue, the fact is in the early 80s when they changed the age for Social Security up to 67, or they put in some delay credits or taxation on Social Security. Yes. All those things uh, didn't really affect people that cared that much. Well, you know, you, you hit the nail right on the head because you said, you know, in the 80s when they changed it. It was. It was right kind of at the last minute, um, you know, because Social Security, it was it was in a crisis mode then. And so they did some immediate changes um, to say, okay, we're in crisis mode. We need to change it. And then they did some changes to say, okay, well, let's let's fix it so that it, you know, solvency. And the projection was that it would go until 2060. Right, right. But then, you know, the uh, the workforce, um, the dis- heavy disability, the demographics, birth rates. birth rates, all of that has, you know, kind of hit it pretty hard. And so, as you said, now we're kind of in crisis mode and what's going to happen? What are the things? And, and we all have our opinions on what should happen. Um, but yeah, there, we need to make change. Um, and what are the changes? Um, uh, right now there's there's all kinds of opinions out there um but we all know that nothing withstands over time without change increased taxes uh, delayed benefits things like that uh, means tested we, we all, i mean who knows right right I mean, exactly it may be a little a little of everything a little of this and that but we all know that change has to come in order for things to withstand let's talk about some basics of social security uh, first thing is folks they take the highest 35 years of your earnings uh, to calculate your benefit. Right, right. And, and and here's the thing. When we say highest 35, I mean, that's a scary thought. You know, you think, oh, the highest 35. But when, when we say the highest 35, you know, over the time, but they take the highest 35, but they plug Adjusted it into a formula. There yeah. you go. Yeah. They plug it in and they do what they call indexing. So, you know, what I earned over the... the so they look at everything and they plug it into a formula and they adjust it all for inflation. So they're working with it on an even form. So what I earned 20 years ago may have been $5,000, but when they look at it in inflation, it may have been $15,000. So they pick out the highest 35 and they add it together and then they get one amount and they divide by 420. That's how many months are in 35 years. And they give it an averaged (laughs) averaged index monthly earnings so it gives it gives us an idea of well how much did you work on an average month how how much monthly earnings did you did you work and earn and that gives us an average monthly indexed earnings and then you get a percentage of that so important to check your your earnings record with social security right right i've seen some mistakes over my nearly 30 years where Mm -hmm. folks like no i actually worked during this time at iu or whatever and it's like well you need to get a hold of the social security administration and get their records corrected right and how do you do that now well we've got online now because you know the statements used to be mailed out every year um and then in 2011 you know you start had that my social security where you could go online and then in 2012 you know again it costs money to send things out and of course it's hard to track people down mailing so now it's all online so you can get a my social security and you go online and you check your earnings so easy to do you know if i can do it uh, (laughs) i'm not that computer savvy um 
anybody can do it. You go on and just check your earnings and make sure they're posted correctly. How long have you been working with Social Security Administration? Oh, David, you're going to date me now. Well, I just admitted I'm almost 30 years in. Well, I, that's where I'm at, 29 years. And, you know, when I'm 30, so I started, what, when I was one? (laughs) (laughs) That's what Alex thinks, standing here. Yeah, well, I used to get away with that. When I used to tell people, like, I would do a workshop or something, and I was probably, you know, like 40 years old. And I'd say, yeah, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, 17, 18 years. Yeah, I started when I was 10. <laughs> I used to get away with it. Now when I say that, I don't get any laughs right. anymore. Yeah, like, no, yeah, that's I probably don't. about they, right. They look at me and they're like, yeah, yeah that's right. that's about right. That's about right. <laughs> no, I, 29 years. I've been doing it 29 years. And, I, and I've been here at this office, which has been wonderful. It's been a blessing because I've just really... And you started, I mean, you were on the front, you've been everywhere, like front lines. You've oh, been yes. in the back office. I've done I mean, you've, you've, every yeah. position in this. And it has, it has really been a blessing because I, I, I have, I know all the positions and I've really, you know, I started, I never planned to get into, to, to get a government job. And, you know, I've really seen how social security does help people you know it was set up to really help the elderly and the and the survivors and it you know as you said it is the backbone um to to be a retirement benefit to be there for the disabled and and the survivors and and it does it you know it does supplement um when that income is lost whether it be retirement survivors or disability so a couple quick things i had something that popped in my mind that popped right out but It'll pop back in. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, so people still can start collecting benefits at 62. Um, of course, most cases we advise not to do that. You can delay your benefits all the way to 70 and get those wonderful delay credits, uh, which, you know, when interest rates were nearly zero and 8% delay credits was great. Plus these inf- massive inflation bumps that we've been getting as well. Now that interest rates are higher. People are questioning again whether they should take it and save it or not. But that's a discussion for you and your advisor to have and that that's the question i have it's so important that people are educated on the topic of social security because you guys technically i mean you're not i mean you can give people information and kind of help them become aware of things but it's it's i think it's kind of even though you want to say you need to do this this one yeah, I, it, there's a little bit of a, a, a tough line there right it's a very tough line unless it's a right in your face we can't advise because there's so many things. The only thing I do stress is know your options. And one thing I do tell them is do not, I mean, come to us for a social security question. You know, don't go, you know, you wouldn't Google it. Yeah. Don't Google it. If it's a social security question, come to us. Don't, as you said, if it's, if, if it's a question about, can I go, can I work and still get social security? What about widow's benefits? What about, can I get benefits and do this? Come to us. What about delaying benefits? How will that affect me? Come and ask us. But what about if I should or should not? Still come to us and ask. And then if you want to go to, again, an investment person and well, should I or not, you know, and again, it's a personal choice. We're not going to tell you whether you should delay or not, but we're going to still give you your options because ultimately it is your choice. But there are, again, you're right. It it, it comes down to a math problem and a guessing game because the math, yes, if, you're you, right. if, if everybody said, okay, we're going to live a wonderful life and I'm going to live to 92 and my wife Misty's going to live to 94, yes. it's a very easy decision on what to do. But 
you know, you don't know. I mean, you have the higher income earner, the lower income yes. earner. Maybe they're the same. Maybe you had to stay at home. Where there's so many nuances there. There you go. And we're going to get into many and of those you can't in just will, a second. Here's another thing. You can't will that money. You can't. I mean, there's so many things that your, as you said, your health. There's what about a family? What about, I mean, there's so many things that come in. Each, each person has their own personal personal set of situa- uh, right. circumstances. So that's why you can't just say, well, I, my friend did this or I'm going to do that because of so-and-so's situation. You have to look at your personal. And what are your personal preferences? Uh, so I really think that's where you have to look at what you want. But I've always said, know what your options are. And I think that is the big thing. You've got to know your options before you can make a choice. Well, even when we came, walked in, we had Ken Sterling, who just turned 62 years old. And you have Joe Smith, and Joe's like, I took it early. And Ken's like, what should I go? I go, you have earnings limitations. You need to wait, you know. And, and I'm like, you guys, your, your wife, you're good income. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, guys, we got to do a show. Just listen to Jolene and I. And, you know, uh, when I first started, I when I first started, I was very strong on one end. And personally, I have swayed. And, you know, I can, if someone wanted to meet me for coffee, I would you know, personally tell them one way, but they're, well, it, it took us, by the way, a month and a half to get you on the show. So have a copy of Jolene, <laughs> yeah. folks. Probably not the easiest connection you're going to make. But I mean, and, and some people, it may be a different whole situation because it just depends on what your situation is. It really, you know, again, health, as you said, your marital, you know, does your husband, does your spouse, does your wife, does your whatever, what are what are their uh, higher earning, lower earning? Right. What are your? Can we pay you even? Yeah. Real real quick before we take a quick break, just so people know, uh, when you hear the term FRA, which you know there's acronyms and everything we do. You hear me talk about RMDs and QCDs and blah blah blahs, and I try to articulate that in a in a in a workshop setting to tell you what that is and not think you know all my acronyms. I think it first came to light with me when I joined the Monroe Hospital Board, and I'm sitting in a meeting, and I had no idea what they're talking about because all oh, they do yeah, is medical. Yes. But when you hear from Social Security, FRA is full retirement age, and for people born 1960 or after, which is a lot of people we're seeing now, uh, it's 67, and it's so simple because if you're born in 59, you just knock two months off, 58, two more months off, so it would be like 66 and 10 months, 66 and eight months, and all the way back. To, I was going to say all the way back to the to uh, age 66, but in fact, if you go back and think about it, all those people who are turning 70 this year. So right. you're either probably in that 66 in some months mm-hmm. or you're at 67. We have taxation of Social Security. I'm not going to get into that today. That's a whole other topic. Uh, if you aren't full retirement age and you're still working, there's earnings limitations. We talked briefly about those that are, before we right. take those a break. Are, those are confusing too. Taxation and the earnings. Yeah, limit. two different People, topics. Right, right. And those get confused. Confused, yes. So earnings limitations, if you're 64 years old and you make over, I forget what it is this year. $22,000. $22, yes. mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. dollar or two you make over that, they hold $1 Social Security back. It, once you hit full retirement age, you can make whatever you want to make. There's right. no no limitations. So, folks, you just want to do the math on that, whether it makes sense or not. And I caution people all the time at 64, 65, they're retired. They might need the income. I'm like, well, is there a chance you're going to go back to work? And they're like, eh, maybe. Well, it's okay because if you do right. go back to work and you make more than that, it's not like those dollars are really lost forever. I mean, right. they, they go back into the pot and kind of get their credits back towards full retirement age. And that's a discussion that people should have. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, 
We want to get into uh, widows. I want to get into folks that have been married for at least 10 years and divorced. And then those that choose to get remarried and at what age that they need to wait. And I'll (laughs) tell you a funny story about that one. I want to talk about older people, people that are already Social Security eligible with minor children. And uh, also, what can I do online and what do I need to come and see your folks for in-house? We'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's Your Money with David Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. Jolene Dixon's my guest today. You're listening to Your Money with David Hayes. We're talking Social Security. It affects everybody, and I'm loving this show. I didn't do a lot of news of the week at the beginning because I wanted it to be something I could plug and play if I was out of town or whatever. And if I do news of the week and I play this in six months or a year from now, assuming no rules change, uh, you'd be like, wait a second, you're talking about what? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm talking about mortgage rates being 7%. No, you're listening to a show from a year ago. Hopefully they're a lot lower than that a year from now. All right, so Social Security is our topic today. Um, we talked about some of the basics. So one of the big ones uh, that we run in all the time, because you know it tends to be that, and I'm not trying to stereotype this, so if you're not one of these people, I apologize, but I'm just talking about my 29 years of countless meetings with countless numbers of people. A lot of times, you know, if you're married and um, one of the spouses pass away, and usually it's the guy that goes first, not always, then the wife is kind of left holding the bag. And a lot of times they haven't been fully engaged on the financial side. They've been busy, you know, taking care of, like my wife does, everything else that makes us makes us roll. Um, but let's talk about people uh, that are widows. If you've been married two years or more and you your spouse passes away, you are eligible for widow's benefits as early as age 60. As early as age 60, right. So Walk us through that. So the difference, like a survivor is a widow can get, and this is a widow, can get benefits as early as age 60, whereas, you know, you have to be 62 to get benefits, like retirement benefits. Now, a survivor benefit, if you, like, if you pass away and you have a minor child, then you can get benefits. If the child is under the age of 16, you can get what we call uh, benefits, uh, mother's, father's benefits, child in care. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, you were to pass away and you have a minor child of theirs in care or the, a disabled adult child, the child was disabled prior to the age of 22 or, um, uh, so that, that, well, that would be, disabled for the age of 22 or child is under the age of yeah 16 so you could get what we call a survivor benefit there so those would be the kind of the two categories so let's talk about this real quick so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a widow I'm 60 I decide to go on benefits you're still subject to earnings limitations the widows would yeah. be yes and it would be the same the 22,000 yeah or if you have a um, dis, uh, disabled adult child in your care so we've had to deal with that a lot over the years mm-hmm. um, so the technique that we've always used is, is let's assume both have some earnings record and the person that passed away had a much higher earnings record. Oh, I'm sorry, that you maybe you had a higher earnings record. It didn't really matter. Take your widow's benefit, let yours delay until 70, right. flip over to your own benefit. You get that wonderful delay credit up to, up to age 70. Um, the Social Security Administration can call me on the phone and say, hey, Dave, by the way, you know, you just right. turned 70. It's time for you to flip to uh, no. back to your own benefit. Right. 
just like the does the bank call you and say, hey, your benefits getting no. high in there? No. Or do you call people and say, hey, they call you when your bank account's low <laughs> right. if it's negative? Or exactly <laughs> right. Or you don't call and say, hey, you know your benefit. You, right. No, we don't call and say, hey, it's time to file because you may not want to file. Right. Um, may not make sense. And same with like age sixty-five. That's another thing. And this is something big at sixty-five when it's you know your <laughs> Medicare age. You may not want to file for Medicare, so we're not going to call you and say, hey, it's time to file for Medicare. Do you want to file? Because you may not want to file. Yeah, there may not be a reason you, you should or, same, or shouldn't. Right. Same with it. If if you're eligible for widow's benefits, you may not want to file. So let's talk about There's no penalty on survivor benefits. If you So here's, here's a question. Um, have a client, have a spouse. She's uh, eight years younger. And or seven years younger, and she's 62. She has a pretty low earnings record, so she flips on her benefit. But he's going to wait till 70. He's got to wait one more year to take his benefit. Um, he lives for 15 years. He dies. Now, she would step up to his benefit. Um, the question has always been for people, well, I took mine early, so am I penalized on my survivor benefit? Right, That and it's a whole different benefit. That's yeah. a great question. No. So, And that's one of those ones. That's why I'm like, no, you take, take you take yours, yes. you take yours, get your twelve fifty a month. We'll let this one go to thirty six hundred. Yeah, yes. and that that's a great technique. Um, another thing is, person you know turns seventy in December, going to retire in December, and I'm like, you know what I would do? I'd wait till January, apply for your benefits, ask for your back pay for a month, and then t- realize all your income in the year that you have it retired because we have more control over your, your income stream. Yeah, would... A lot of crazy, funny techniques. And I think the reason that we're on here telling you all this is because, you know, you do this one time. Jolene and I do this every single day. Mm, I mean, correct. I do the holistic planning. She deals with Social Security every single day. And when you are dealing with something so permanent and so serious and so meaningful to you in your family, why would you not reach out to a specialist? It's you don't. They're not going to charge you to call and ask a hey, question. Hey, we're the government. We're free. You've <laughs> yeah, already paid us. You've, you've paid, paid us. us how many years, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. It's been a yeah, exactly. That's another show. That's another show. All right, let's get into. So let me ask you. This actually is my my own aunt's situation, and just came up. She actually came into the office today, and she wouldn't mind me sharing this because if it would help people, she's a nurse. So if it would help other people, she would love for me to share it. So her full retirement age is 66 and a half. Uh, she is okay. now 66, or she'll be 66 in March. Okay. Her, her husband just passed away. Um, he, is, he was 68. He was on benefits. So the question is, should she go ahead now and take his, her benefit off of, off of his benefits, survivor benefit, and then is there any, any, any penalty to her by taking it, quote, early if she let hers delay up to 70. Kind of the same technique that we had before. If you don't know the answer, it's okay, Jolene. You don't have to know them all. But, well, but I think the answer is there is no penalty. There is no penalty. Uh, no penalty for, for, for her benefit. Oh, no. There, no, it's no penalty either way. You know, the thing is, is she's a nurse. So it tells me she's a high earner. Okay. So... I mean, I would look at, first off, he's 68. When did he take his? Did he get delayed retirement credits? What are our amounts? And I would compare the two amounts to see whose is higher. Yeah, and I mean, and if she didn't need the extra income for uh, three or four years, she could delay hers to 70. And then, you know, you you get those wonderful inflation increases. It's, you know, not taxed at the state level for right now. It's not all federally taxed. It's a big encouragement. So, folks, if you're... She needs to take something. Yeah, take something. She more than likely will take his... And we're getting the details right now uh, to help her out. But that happens a lot. Now, let's talk about older people with younger kids. 
Yes. So I have, we have, I've got several situations like this. And they, and, and they don't <laughs> care whenever we make fun of them about this. But they have a second family, right? They oh. had a family, um, o- older kids, divorced, remarry, mm-hmm. have new kids with someone younger. Right. Um, so I'm 66 years old. And that's my full retirement age. And I'm that's like, already making me tired. Sorry. I know, I know, I know. Keep them <laughs> I young. respect keep them, them so young. much. Huh? Yeah. And then, um, and the kids are young, you know, like eight, nine, oh, 10 years old. I know. You're making me tired already. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bad part is he's a regular listener of the show and he'll probably be like, you were talking about me. <laughs> so anyway, but no, but that, that situation, you know, we were like, now nah, I don't want you to take it early. Let's wait because for two oh, reasons. One, okay. um, we're going to wait till full retirement. And we've done oh. so much math on this. Uh-huh. And um, because we don't want the younger wife, when you pass away, to have a smaller benefit. So we did the math How on this. Is the wife working? No. Oh. No. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a, like you said, every situation is different. Right, right. No, and that's and we ran it through if this happens, then this and this and that. We added up all the the total family benefit because there's a maximum family benefit mm-hmm, right and with three kids there's going to be uh, a kind of a roll down so to speak when one age is off and then the the family benefit then kind of goes to the other the other kids and right you know so it's kind of a complicated situation but right. I, I i think the main thing is to let people know that if you are social security age and you have kids under the age of 16 right it's important to analyze your situation right. and analyze the situation of your spouse right because if she's much younger and you know, so we just kind of worked it out and thought at least full retirement age for him. And that's, right. that's where we're headed. Yeah, because it'll help wife number one, wife number two, and the children. The children. It'll help everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's happy, right? He's a generous guy. <laughs> generous guy. All right, let me see what else I've got here before we take another break. Um, yeah, let's talk about, I mean, all these complicated things that we've said, talked about so far. We do want to make it easy, but not hard. Kinda, and that may be something we do want to talk about because the kids could get benefits and I actually brought his stuff for us to talk about after the show. Okay. I brought everything. Okay. So we'll talk about it <laughs> after the show, just to make sure, just to make sure one quick thing before we uh, move on. Um, of course, especially during COVID, a lot of people, I mean, before that, but it was really encouraged to go online because a lot of the stuff you can do online, but some stuff you cannot, you need to come in and see a person. We talked about what can you do online through yes. SSA.gov. I always stress though on cases like his cases period call us I, I do like the online go online and i will stress social security.gov make sure it's that.gov because that means government that means it's us we're not going to charge you it's not a scam it's a it's a, our website and that's where you're going to get us I, I can't stress that enough, and it's and it's easy up. to set an appointment. You can even walk into your office. Yes, you may have to wait a little while, yes. but if you have to wait for right. thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, bring but a newspaper. You can, you can pick up the phone and call us, though. And you, our phones are manned. You have no wait time on our phones. We have some of the best w- uh, phone stats in the state, um, where you can call us, and we will be. That's what I push for us is to be there to answer these questions right here for you because these, Perfect. as you said, these are important. These are important decisions for you to make, and these are quite. These are decisions that are going to affect you, and these are. This is. This is. I mean, I, I, when I, I, I take this very important, very personally. This has been my life because I didn't set out to do this for 29 years became your passion it did become my passion because this is a this is something that 
again, when I first started, I didn't know what SSA meant. Mm -hmm. Um, but this, this is really, I mean, you know, we talk about, well, SSA, will social security be here? You know, if it's not here, we're in more trouble than, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's I, other programs I, to cut first. I, I laugh. I mean, I was like, if SSA's not here, then we're, we're in bigger trouble than what we even well, know. Yeah, the good news is you got your years in almost. You know what? I'm, I'm, yeah, I, you know what? I'm, I'm here. I'm down to, down to just a handful. <laughs> we're going to handful. We're gonna take a break. When we come back. Let's talk about those that have been married uh, for at least 10 years and then divorced. Uh, what kind of options <laughs> they have. Also get into uh, talking about government employees or, or anyone that had a, has a pension where they didn't pay into Social Security, oh, the, the windfall oh, provisions, those, the government yes. offsets. Fun stuff to talk about when we come back and show money with David Hayes. Welcome back, everybody. Your money with David Hayes. Talking Social Security today with Jolene Dixon. And uh, Jolene, so a lot of people, and this happens a lot as well, I've talked about seeing a lot of widows come in the office, also see a lot of divorced women come through the office. It happens all the time. People have been married 25 years, the kids leave the house, 25, 30 years, the kids leave the house, they turn around and stare at each other, and they're like, I don't really like you anymore, and they divorce. It happens all the time. And um, so you have a divorce, and the men tend to get remarried quickly. I'm not judging them either. <laughs> women are like, nope, did that once, not doing it again. <laughs> Can I hear an amen from the streets on that one? But it anyway, would be hard to re- it would be hard. We don't want to train them again. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it happens. I every, almost every single time. Anyway, so um, you have to be married ten years, divorced, yes, sir. Um, and yes, you sir. cannot remarry before what age? Sixty. Yeah, I had a wonderful. Well, well, wait a minute. Okay. To, to claim on your ex-spouse. Okay, so if we're talking, and this is where it gets tricky, life benefits to claim on your ex-spouse you can't remarry at all. So like, okay. But what if you're already on benefits? Then you're fine. No. Uh, like, it, l- let's say let's say that um, my ex, I'm 62, and I, I was going to file on my ex-spouse because we were married for 25 years. I go ahead and file, and then I, then I, but then I get married a year or two later. And your ex-spouse is still alive. Right. Then. You, you got to. Yeah, but, then you're done. But it, ex, and then they die. Okay, there you go, and you're okay. Yeah, so we had X, and then they die. It's, then you're okay. It's, it's <laughs> well, that's what happened. This one situation I was going to share with you. So, okay. so we are um, having a discussion. Her her um, ex spouse um, had had passed away, and she'd been single for like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And she, but she'd met someone, and and she decided that she did want to get remarried. And this 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 was fine. It was great. Well, um, she comes in and she's telling me about this, this to get married, making sure this or that or whatever. And I said, when are you planning to get married? And she said, oh, we're thinking about May. And I said, you know what? A nice October wedding would be really nice. And she looked at me like, what? And I go, let me explain how these rules work. So we needed you to, her to age into her benefit because she wasn't, she, was, she wasn't old enough to, to take the survivor benefit and then um, get remarried. I can't remember all the details, but we had to wait like six months for her to age into. If the marriage occurs after the age of sixty, you're okay. That's what. We, that's what it was. That's what as it was. As long as the marriage occurs after the age she of sixty, she was not quite sixty. There yet. you go. That okay. was it. That's the. That's the. Gym. She had to wait until October. She turned sixty in September. And then they got married in October. There you go. See, you took care of her. Took, we took care of it. We took care of it. All right. So, <laughs> once so, again, but just just so you folks know, 
the, the, your ex-spouse, I get this question a lot. Do I, do I, do they have to know I'm on benefits? So what? if like, let's say I get a divorce, uh, I, I'm, hopefully my husband won't listen to this radio. If I get a divorce now and get remarried prior to the age of 60, and then something where, you know, my ex-husband were to pass, I was married, remarried prior to the age of 60. I couldn't claim on my previous spouse. Right. Because I'm remarried prior to the age of 60. Right. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. And I think that's where people kind of get, you know, confused. I was remarried prior to the age of 60. As long as I'm not married at the, not remarried at the age of 60. So the the thing to walk away, folks, was that's a lot, right? So I'm t- telling you right now, if you were married for two years and now, and, and the person passed away and you are considering remarrying, talk to somebody. If you were married for 10 years or more and only wish they were dead, <laughs> and <laughs> I always get laughs and don't be one. responsible for that. Do not demise. be responsible because that would be a, a knockout question. Yes, that uh, you can't get. Yes. Then you then you need to talk to somebody about yes. when you want to remarry. We just had to deny someone for that a couple uh, a couple a couple months ago. <laughs> you know, I tell people. I mean, the the show on cable that ran for years called Pawn Stars. You know, yes. they used to. I loved watching that show, but it was you never knew what was, after twenty six years you never know what's going to walk through the door. That's why I say after twenty nine years I you never know. I think I've seen everything until I seen see this, and I'm like. I've never seen this before. Uh, we have a book at work. I probably shouldn't tell this. On, on oh, no, air. tell it. <laughs> but we have a book at work titled, We Just Can't Make This Up. And you wouldn't <laughs> believe what's in that book. I would need to see the book. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the book. I was talking to Ken Sterling before I came in, and, and he did turn 62 today. Uh, so happy birthday. And I said, um, the key to longevity, Ken, is immaturity. <laughs> and he laughed. He goes, oh, my gosh, I'm going to live to 110. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Me too. Hey, real quick, before we take our next break, and I want to get into government offsets. Um, I, I wanted the people to understand, like, the whole, you know, when I had the one spouse who had a, was making, you know, $1,250 on her own record. The husband had, like, a $3,300 uh, number he was going to claim. But when, when he claimed then she was going to step up to half of his full retirement benefit because her benefit was less than half of his full retirement benefit, but she wouldn't get that differential until he actually started claiming Social Security. He, she was going to step up. His, his full retirement benefit was, call it, $2,900, and she was sitting at 1200 So um, whenever he took his, she was she, going to step up. Dollars. Yeah, she was going to get a little, little more money. So there are some nuances there, like, okay, you claim, and I know it's supposed to be yours plus a shore up to get him get you to half of his, but he hasn't claimed yet, so right. until he claims, you won't get that little step Right, up. exactly. That happens all the time, right. all the time. All right, let's exactly. take a break. When we come back, do you have a pension that you did not have Social Security withheld on? Well, if that's so, and then, you know, you, you have Social Security that you could get, there's this thing called kind of a government offset. We want to talk about that. It doesn't affect a ton of people, but enough that needs to know. This is Your Money with David Hayes. All right, folks, all the heavy lifting happens during the breaks. We've <laughs> talked, Joey and I, were, hey, all right, now let's talk about this in the next break. And Okay, now what about this and what about that and what about this? So anyway, we're going to try to simplify it all. So one of the things that uh, is probably less common now, a lot less common now, than it was when I first started in 19, 
94 is something called a government offset um, or a windfall provision. It's basically, okay, I'm, I worked for a job, did not pay into Social Security. We call that an uncovered pension. And then I end up working for a place that pays where I paid into Social Security. So I'm ha- I get my pension that was uncovered, did not pay in. Now I'm retired and I have a benefit that looks like it's so, it looks like I go online $1,200. And I retire and I go to apply for the $1,200. And they're like, sorry, you're not going to get all that money. Maybe none of it because of this thing called a government offset. I'll have you take it from there. Right, right. We'll use the official uh, windfall elimination provision. Uh, WEP. WEP, yeah. Um, we like those acronyms, right? Right, WEP, right, right. As many WEP. as possible. Um, yeah, let's make it as confusing as possible, which is nothing big. <laughs> um, so uh, windfall elimination. So what it means, and, and another thing that we'll throw in is if, you know, we have people that work outside of the country also. So if you've worked for another country as well, um, you know, and you have that. We live here in, in Bloomington, uh, so we have the university that we deal with. So you'll have people that work outside of the country as well, um, and they'll work for another country. And so if they get another country's pension, um, that will also cause an offset. Okay. So if, if you receive another pension, whether it be... Another, well, because it would be uncovered, right? Because right. Because I have a person gets one from uh, the UK. There you go. And okay. um, we're just now moving into this retirement thing with her, and... I did not think about that, that right. she would be, that she'd have an offset. Now, huh. um, that will be something we'll talk, because there's there's some other stuff behind the scenes that go into that. Okay, would, okay, no problem. And so we'll have to talk about um, to, uh, totalization and stuff like that. But uh, it, it, it would be still, we would In have. consideration. Yeah, yeah there would yeah. be other things we would talk about, but still we would talk about the windfall elimination, which would cause potentially an offset. So what that, Social Security was set up to actually, um, you know, when they set it up, and I can't believe it's been almost 90 years mm-hmm. ago that Social Security was set up. And really when they set it up, when uh, the president set it up, it was set up um, to basically help, you know, the elderly, the unemployed, and the disadvantaged Americans. And so when they created, you know, we were talking about how it was the computation was to get an averaged index monthly earnings, and they created this whole big uh, calculation. Um, and when you do the calculation of the, and arrive at what your monthly benefit social security monthly benefit is it the behind the scenes what it does is it gives a higher return i call it the middle man middle woman middle politically correct term now that you whatever you're supposed to use i'm i'm old so forgive me but it is gives a higher kickback to the middle class wage earner is what it is so for those that are making the middle class wages gets a higher return than the higher higher class earner so what happens is is for those not paying into the system it looks like that they were not working and earning as much so for those that you know were earning um uh, were not paying into the system they were getting a higher kickback and so that's why they have that uh windfall elimination provision and when i first started i was like oh that doesn't seem fair that doesn't seem right but when i actually started and got my hands in it and really started learning and seeing the the actual calculations and the provisions i see it i get it i understand it on the surface, it doesn't seem right, but when I've worked in it and I see how it's applied, yes, I, I have to. 
I know people aren't going to agree with it, but I, I, I get that. I get it. It does. It, 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 I feel that it is, it is done properly. They shouldn't get the whole thing because. It, so, so let me ask you this question. And this mm -hmm. is so a person worked for a, a public um, or private employer has a social security benefit of $2,500. The husband worked at Crane for many, many years, has a really nice pension, call it 3,500 a month. And it was 100% survivor, so he died. She's now getting the $3,500 a month pension from the government, which was uncovered. And her Social Security benefit, 2500 is there an offset there on now on her Social Security? Yes, and that's a different type of offset than the what we... It's kind of no different than losing one check, one Social Security check. There you go. I mean, it kind of... I mean, because I've had this happen, they're like, that stinks. I'm like, right. yeah, but had he been on Social Security you would have dropped your check and picked up his. There you go. And so it kind of works and, out the same. And there's a difference. And, and <clears throat> there's kind of a, in 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 where I work, uh, you know, I'm under a different retirement system than, you know, that we were talking earlier about the 83 <clears throat> changes. Well, in 83, they changed the civil service versus the federal employee retirement system. It was one of the changes. And they got a lot higher. Right. Um, the, pre, the pre ones. And well, like 80% of their, of their was, high class three or something it crazy. Was big. Yeah, I have it was, clients right now that are still you know cash and inflation adjusted and they're getting inflation yeah, bumps yeah, yeah they were big and so and they didn't have to save any money that right. was the thing about back then <laughs> like you put your years in you get a big check it's inflated and adjusted who really cares if you put any money there in tsp go. or anything else there you go and so they and so what you were talking about is the government pension offset or the gpo yeah and so two-thirds if it's a survivor benefit and you're getting a non-covered pension two-thirds of their check would be offset on the survivor benefit so yes they would be offset and again uh, you know it on the surface it doesn't seem right i get it yeah but if you back it. up and apply it to you know covered there uh, you then, go then it kind of makes sense you know it it yes yes i get all it. right let's take a break come back we're going to wrap this show up it's your money with david hayes Well, guys, thanks for listening to the program. Thank you, Jolene, for coming in. It's been a long time. Uh, unfortunately, been. we we last time we saw each other was at graduations. I know. And before that, wow. it was funerals. I know. Yeah, and I know. Uh, hope maybe next will be weddings. Although I don't oh, think either wait, one wait. of our kids are quite ready <laughs> oh, for that. Yeah, I, I know. All right, we'll just, we'll just run into each other around church or around <laughs> you know, dinner there or something go. more. Well, yeah. thank you for having me. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it's it. It's so great. And if anyone missed any of the show, of course, you can hear it on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on WGCL or go to WGCLradio.com. Or, of course, after the Thursday night outing of the show, then you can go to where you pick up your popular podcast and listen to it at your leisure. So everyone have a great weekend and we'll talk to you again next Thursday. It's your money with David Hayes. Bye-bye. The preceding program was brought to you by Comprehensive Financial Consultants and CFCI, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities are offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through CFCI and J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial, J.W. Cole Advisors and CFCI are unaffiliated entities.